So hello, everyone. This is Otessa, and you are listening to Conversations with Hysterical Women. That's Women with an X, the Hysterical Women podcast, where you are all welcome here, friends, allies, everywhere across the rainbow, across the binary. I'm just really glad to have you be here. And this is meant to be a safe space to explore all of the weird things that life throws at us and all of the different ways in which we can be twisted and torn asunder, but also all the different ways that we can come back together. So thank you for listening, and I'm glad that you're here and going to be cheesy, but comment, like, subscribe. And have been um, taking to water for years. Mm. And uh, in addition to other things and all kinds of stuff. Anyways, um, bad situation and definitely, like, from mismanagement Mm -hmm. of a doctor, but also someone who, like you were saying about red flags, would go on WebMD and try Mm -hmm. to figure out, like, how to scam the system, but also Mm -hmm. the doctor should have known better. Yeah, because I know, we know that. I mean, we, we know, like, oh, what's that medication that starts with a D? Oh. (laughs) Doxycycline, right? Yeah, right? Like, I mean, I'm like, y'all should Google how do we know with the red flags? Because you are it. Like, you're Googling the wrong thing, like, Oh my God, wow. that's a whole nother segment. But wow. continue. yeah, so continue. <laughs> I'm sorry. So you were saying though, it sounded like you were so something that what we kind of talked about with Marcus Dowling was like find a really difficult question mm-hmm. and then how do you solve it? So the healthcare system is broken. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know anyone who would disagree with that statement. Yeah. How do we fix it? And it seemed like you were coming up with basically the solution. So I just want to rephrase it and please. God, you would have to. It, it's broken from on every side. Yeah. It's broken on the business side. It's broken. It's broken on the people side. It, it's broken on the science side. We we don't. We're not even number one. Okay, we're not even number two, three, four, or five in medicine. Wow. It's so broken. How do we fix it? Honestly, the way it's gonna get fixed is the whole thing has to completely break, and it's falling apart, but it hasn't. Okay. And that's just like the justice system too. Yeah. And they're gonna have to rebuild all of it from scratch because you cannot fix something that's that multi-layered without mm-hmm. just destroying the whole thing yeah. and starting over. I mean, you hear horror stories all the time of people with insurance who lose insurance, people with insurance who still can't afford anything, um, who can't get a transplant or can't get something, but people without insurance can get something that they that doesn't even yeah. make sense. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. So, with that being said, right now the short-term solution is to try to stay as healthy yeah. as humanly possible, you better, so that you don't become part of this broken yeah. system. Because there is no fix right now. Try to stay healthy. Stay stay informed as much as possible. Question everything. Do not think because your doctor is an MD that he knows what he's doing. Don't think that your nurse, because she's an army, knows what she's doing. You know, always ask why. You know, what am I? Why? Why am I getting this? Yeah. What is it for? What are the side effects that I should? You know, what should I be expecting? And these are unfortunately are things that should be explained to you prior. But they're not because of the way the system is. Things are so fast. You're so busy. You're just trying to, you know, get all of these tasks mm-hmm. done. You don't know why you feel like you just got hit by a bus. But hey, that was that's kind of part of the medication, like you know. So it's like you just need to be more informed. And if they get frustrated, they get frustrated. It's your body. You need to know 
what's going into it. You need to know what's happening. So many people, you'd be surprised how many people have an organ removed from their body. And you're like, oh, you ever had surgery? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, what's this big scar from here to here? Oh, they took something out. Uh, Ma'am, sir. Yeah. They took, you don't know what they took out? That is crazy. It so there is an accountability on the patient side also. Like, yeah. if you have no developmental delay and you can read, there's no reason why you don't know what happened to you. Yeah. And, you know, they, oh, I don't feel good. I'm like, okay, that. what does that mean? Like, what symptoms, that, you know, are you having? And my patients will be like, well, aren't you the nurse? Aren't you the doctor? Yeah, yes, but I'm not in your body. me wish that I could bring cameras into especially mm-hmm. the emergency room but for you know obvious reasons yeah. you can't because they hit on confidentiality but like I, I swear every every time I go to work I'm watching a 12 and a half hour movie with no script and no actors and it's it's literally a movie sometimes I blink twice if I want to take a picture a snapshot and <laughs> what I just saw it is Anyone, like, the stories, first of all, I wish you could film because if you tell the stories, people are going to say, that's a great story, but there's no way that it's true. And all of it is true. Yeah. And people are nuts. And that's why nurses are, like, so down to earth. We literally, when we see things that nobody should even be exposed to. (laughs) Okay? I'm sure. That no human should even experience. And then you got to go home and process it. Like, half, half my shit, I'm like... What the fuck? <laughs> you have to have tough skin. Like, you oh, have you to have, have to have tough skin. You have to have tough skin. Like, you just have to. And, like, you meet the most beautiful people on the face of the earth. I mean, with the most beautiful spirits. And then you meet, like, the devil's children. You know? <laughs> and it's You, yes. I don't know how to roll and just. And, you know, you, and we get a lot of mental, you know, mental, mental emergencies. Our mental health care is almost yeah. like eradicated. They just oh, yeah. send you to the emergency room. Anybody who can't deal with a situation to send you to the emergency room. If you're like too crazy for the police to take you to jail, they're going to send you to the ER. Like, oh yeah, let's give them to the nurse without a gun and a taser and mace or anything else. Wow. So like everything wow. comes to us. So we are like this filter and we see everything everything the good the bad the ugly the, the crazy the like i don't even know what this is right now I'm so lost and confused you just see everything and you have to you have to process it you have to be a strong person because yeah, you do. you're either gonna let it get you know you're gonna either get really really down and depressed or you're gonna like become a drug addict or an alcoholic or a chain cigarette smoker you know like i kind of seen every type of nurse that i didn't want to be so i made yeah. sure that like i didn't become it and you also have to know when to get out like when you get burned out you know, and I think around like between ten to fifteen years, you kind of got to pivot and get out. Anybody who's done it longer, it's just like, oh, God bless you. I'm, I'm a little scary, you. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm like meeting like that 15 year mark. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like transitioning to the nurse practitioner. Exactly. Yeah, I remember um, sometimes the uh, nurses would call us from the hospital because I worked in Upbridge, so Howard County General Hospital was the closest hospital to the practice. And a lot of them would say, like, dealing with the doctors, like, they, I heard that they can be very condescending sometimes because in their heads they think that they're better than or greater than which they really aren't but they have more education so they feel a little superior and so that depends on the specialty so like in emergency medicine mm-hmm. you probably hear more doctors say man the nurses we're scared of them they're so mean to us they yell at really? us they tell us what to do it's kind of the opposite because we're very autonomous mm-hmm. it's more of us than them and there's so many protocols there's so many things that we do without them mm-hmm. that like they, it'll behoove them to be on our side. You know, if you want to keep people yeah. alive. Like if there's four people being resuscitated, one doctor can't be in four places. So obviously there's three co- three nurses running three codes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, so in emergency medicine or trauma medicine, we really do have a team approach. We That's do, good. we really do. But I know, like for floor nurses that work on like a, a regular med surge floor, the doctors aren't there. They don't really know each other. There's different shifts, different people, and, and and yeah, they are condescending, and you know they are belittling, and the nurses are afraid, and you know their voices crack when they call. They're scared to call. Like in the ER, we just look at the doctors like, yeah, right. You know, like what's up? Then, oh, I'm on it. You know, they need you. Yeah, like, they need like, you guys. yeah, like, and you need coffee. Are you okay? How was your day, Patricia? You know, and then I'm, you know, I'm in a charge nurse, so it's like your your whole day depends on how I feel. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, how many people is she gonna bring back? Is she gonna go on diversion if we get too many ambulances? Like, how is she feeling today? Like, am right. I gonna even be able to go to the bathroom? Like, you know, so. Teamwork is the only way that the patients get what they need and the staff feel supported. So in acute care settings, that issue really, it really doesn't. It's intimidating if you're new because right. you're expected to know so much. Right. So there is an expectation. And if you're dropping the ball on something, then, yeah, you might feel like you're being bullied. But someone's like telling you, don't do this again, really. You're, this is a life. Right. So you right. have to really be knowledgeable because that's the expectation. But there's a there's a strong camaraderie. Like I would be a liar if I said in acute care settings that it was like that. There's, mm-hmm. That hierarchy really doesn't exist in that in that setting because we are so dependent on each other. That's interesting. Yeah, that's good. So it, it, there's a lot of different specialties. So mm-hmm. I know in the OR that's a different story. Like I was a consultant because I was teaching um, a computerized charting system. So I was in there, like, not as a medical person. So the surgeons I, w- I was working with, they just thought I was a consultant. You know, I was in a nice little suit. I was looking real cute, too. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like, this this surgeon was like, oh, what do you keep? Made a comment. I was, he got frustrated with the computer. Mm-hmm. This was an informatics thing for me. And I was teaching him the computer. And he got really upset because he didn't know what to do. And he was like, and what do you know? And, and I and I looked at his documentation. I said, well, I know, one, this is, like, the easiest medical charting system that anyone can use. That's why your hospital purchased it. And I noticed that you spelled like five words wrong. That's not how you spell appendectomy. That's not how you spell. And I totally, I mean, and he, you know, looked at me and I looked at him and he was like, Oh, I'm sorry. And I said, yeah, just so you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an experienced nurse. Yeah, don't pull it on me. The whole night. Right. And even if I wasn't, don't you ever talk to anybody. You know, like, he yeah, like, really was talking down to me. And I had to kind of put the brakes on it. Yeah, yeah, put the brakes yeah. on and put everything in perspective. And, you know, I guess he warned his colleagues. And the next day, everybody was like, oh, Patricia, come show me this. Come show you me that. Oh, I'm so glad they hired you. And then, you know, like, you and in the OR, like, 
I, I saw the dynamics between the surgeons and the nurses, and I was so, I was so disappointed. At really? The now I would think that wow, that's interesting. Well, the nurses they do most. Wow. The, so the um the scrub techs they mm-hmm. do all the passing the instruments stuff like that. The nurses usually do like the counting and they do a lot of charting. Oh, and like. Because the doctor is sterile and everything, if he needs water, the nurse is the one who puts the straw in his mouth. His, his butt itches. He'll like ask her to itch his butt. So I, I, <laughs> I, this is stuff that I've seen. I couldn't Whoa. believe it. You seen it all, literally. I'm like, you she's scratching his butt. Oh my God. And I mean, I'm trying to like be normal because it's normal to everybody else. And I'm He's just like, like, I'm like <laughs> 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 you know, like, I'm, if that was my first day at work, I'd be like, Whoa. excuse me. them throw instruments because they got past the wrong thing and people had to duck and dodge and I don't know. I'm like, Whoa. I'd have been a whole worse on the next right. So there are settings where that exists, but I'm I'm blessed to not not work in that in that setting. I work with um really really good doctors that really care about people with a really good sense of humor that respect what we do, that help us sometimes and we help them and it's it's a teamwork. So I'm I'm blessed that I, I, I actually have a lot of good things to say about doctors and I know a lot of really good doctors. That's awesome. And I advocate for them because that I work with a lot of doctors that advocate for nurses. That's good. So, That's beautiful. Yeah. So I, I can't I can't dog my physicians because mm-hmm. I I've I've been blessed to work with some really good doctors. That's good. Yeah. And oh, and just for the record, because this is a recording, we're going to be editing. Anything you want off the record, just let us know. We'll oh, no, I mean, I didn't, I mean, I only said the B word. That's oh, no, 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 no. Like, oh, no I'm trying to recollect, just make sure, like, there's anything I like that I say anything. Yeah, no. whatever, anything you feel kind of questionable about, just let us know. We won't, yeah. we won't, we respect anyone's privacy. So, yeah, I usually like this with the camera on and off. So. Cool. <laughs> I can't believe the surgeon didn't know how to spell appendectomy. I'm like, literally, that's I mean, he probably typed, he probably mistyped. But I mean, if you're so damn smart, yeah. you should know the keys to you know, yeah, exactly. right. the piece. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I'm not cutting you any slack. You're not cutting. So if we're doing that, then that's what yeah. we're doing. You know, but but I like that because yeah. that's a, a good example of how in the workplace so many people are afraid to defend themselves. But yeah. and you were respectful. You didn't disrespect him. No, you just let him know who you are and don't pull it on me, but yeah. in a polite, respectful way. 